Bogan. Bogan hit it. A three for Andrew Bogan. Howard blocked again by Bogan. Oh, he got him a second time. Blackhawks at one. Bogan's going to shoot a three. Bogan with the follow jam. Massive fan of our next guest. He is a superstar. He has taken his trade and moved offshore and dominated in the United States of America where he's won a championship ring in the NBA, amongst other things. Always fronts up and represents Australia at the Olympics with the Boomers, etc. His name is Andrew Bogut. He joins us now on the Winter Breakfast. G'day, Andrew. Great to speak to you. Thank you, um, firstly, mate, how's your recovery coming along? Obviously, you've been out of action for a while. You would have been working hard in that gym you've got. How are you actually physically tracking? Yeah, good. Uh, I've got cleared to start jogging about three and a half weeks ago now, so um, I'm at the tail end of that and anticipate next week to start to start full training with jumping and all that. So should be 100% is, you know, just around the corner. Which is great news, mate. How do you deal mentally with the physical side of recovery? Because it's the hardest thing probably in some ways the athletes have to do. Yeah, it is. Um, it's all about routine, so it's, you know, it's about doing your physio and your, you know, your massage and your strengthening and your, your cold tubs and all that kind of stuff and just, just getting into a good routine every day. Um, I usually do that in the morning and then in the arvo I have, you know, some sort of physio, osteo, whatever, and just trying to stay adamant on it and then weekends just, just do bugger all, really. Andrew, I'm fascinated by the management side of things. So, so what, and you've heavily invested in your own management company, and congratulations on that. What happens with you and NBA franchises as we speak? They obviously know physically where you're at. How does it progress from here? Um, yeah, well, my agent, uh, David Bowman in the States, is, is taking care of that. He's in discussions uh, with about four or five teams right now. Um, so he's, you know, he's, he's talking to them and, and, and firing up the phone whenever, whenever something comes through. Um, but we, we obviously um, had to wait for a lot of the big dogs to fall uh, for teams to establish, you know, their rosters a bit, bit better than they, than they had early on um, to know kind of, you know, where we fit in the piece of the puzzle. Obviously, there's a financial side to it, but you've done very well out of the game and deserve every cent you've made. So what is the main influence on your decision now? If you have to choose between franchises, which is a nice position to be in, what are you looking at? Well, fit's obviously very important. So you want someone that um, that fits your style. You know, I like to play out of the high post and, and, and utilize my passing and, and rebounding and whatnot. So fit's important. Um, you know, the people they have, the players they have, the coaches they have. You know, being around good people is very important because with, with 82 games um, plus playoffs, you're around them basically every day for five, six hours a day. So you don't want to be looking at teams that have uh, massive drop kicks. <laughs> so yeah, you just want to want to make sure you're enjoying it. Mate, we were talking about the financial side of things. Obviously, Steph Curry signed a new deal, and we're talking mega, mega, mega bucks here. You understand the economics of sport far better than I do. Are athletes worth that amount of money? It's all about what you bring in, I think. You know, look, when you compare it to, to everyday jobs like a, like a fireman or, you know, a, a medic that drives an ambulance, of course not. Um, but, you know, the reality of it is you want to be, um, you want to be paid equivalent to what you're bringing in. So... That's the unfortunate thing. Sports are huge all over the world. The NBA is a, a global brand, not just in America, and, mm. and it brings in a, a boatload of money. So with our CBA, we, we get half of that. We're, it's 50-50 right now, and, and, and that's just how it goes. Like any business, if you're a CEO, you know, and you, you've, you've improved your business by X amount of money, um, you get bonuses uh, that, 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 that go into that. Uh, Andrew, you're a champion on the uh, basketball court, but you're also a champion on Twitter. I, I love reading your feed. <laughs> Some people, yep. <laughs> I'm right behind you all the way. Uh, <laughs> your uh, frankness is refreshing. Speaking about money, um, last week Bernard Tomic uh, blew up at Wimbledon and came out and said, I'm only doing it for the cash. Uh, how did you feel about that whole 
Bernard Tomic situation in Wimbledon? Um, yeah, not good, not good, not good for himself, um, not good for his brand and the country. Um, I think it's obviously a. Um, I think, quite honestly, I'm not, I'm not excusing what he did. It's, it's it's terrible. I think there's some more issues there than we know. Um, to be quite honest with you, I think, um, you know, with 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 the climate today, and mental health and all that, I think there's mm. there's some there's some underlying issues that we don't know. I, I just can't fathom why someone, even if you thought that, why you'd, why you'd come out and say it. You know what I mean? So. I'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt before people start firing up. It's definitely, you know, not right what he did. But I reckon, you know, a hundred mine is. I reckon there's some some more things going on than we know about. It was brutally, brutally honest. Yeah, it man. did strike me as a, a cry for help because he he said that it's mental and he can't even find a way to to find satisfaction from the game. Andrew, you were talking about money. Have you been following the cricket situation? It's something that's very close to my heart. I don't want to ask you about it if I'm throwing you into something you're not aware of. But are you aware of the dispute between the cricketers? Somewhat, yeah, but I think it's, a, what was it, about 24 or 26%? Yeah, so they, they, they're basically arguing to retain a percentage of profits from the game, which they've had for the last 20 years. It's a, it's a tricky one, and it's, 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 well, it's tough now because our cricketers aren't playing and they're not getting played. It's a, it's a sticky one, this. Yeah, it's awkward for anyone. Uh, I went through it in, I think it was 2011, yeah. 12, I think there was a lockout. Um, and, yeah, it's not good for anybody. And you don't realise the trickle-down effect, um, especially the NBA and big leagues like Big Bash and whatnot. It's not only the players and coaches and people that are directly involved in the game that are affected. It's it's everybody, you know. It's it's vendors that are selling food at games. It's people that are, you know, selling jerseys in shops, selling hats. You know, selling the league pass to, to watch it online. It just the trickle down is absolutely phenomenal when you look at it um, economically. And there's just so many people that are, that are directly affected by it. Mate, you've become a father. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Uh, little Luca, eight months old. Uh, did he come out as a massive unit like your good self? Yeah, it wasn't too small. Um, it's pretty big, and he's a big boy, so he's um, he's getting strong, moving about, which is good. And uh, you're getting some news. kip, or you're getting some sleep. Well, I have a good wife, luckily, so I um, you know, I probably shouldn't say it, but I I go to rehab, so that's my excuse. So I kind of nick off in the other room and, and get my rest, and, and uh, she's at home with the little fella. Oh, well, good on old, I'm going to rehab. Doing the heavy lifting, uh, <laughs> Andrew. You and I share a passion, and that is motor vehicles. We're both petrol heads. I have recently purchased. Uh, a boyhood dream, and that is an MGB GT. Uh, you you collect cars. What is your pride and joy in your little fleet? Ooh, um, tough one. Um, I have. I'm actually, funnily enough, I'm not a Ford man or a Holden man. I, I like eras, different eras from both mm-hmm. the makers. So I'm not like these blokes that that you know you have to arc up whenever someone says Ford or Holden. Um, so you'll go a Camaro or a Mustang. Correct. Yeah. Look, it's more more with H. I like I like my later model HSVs and my Brocks. Right. And then I like my um, earlier Mustangs and GTs, um, like the XY and XW. But right. probably the my favourite car right now um, would be one of the Brocks. I've got a couple of Brocks, um, all mm. original. Nice. Um, got a Walker and Shaw. It's all original. So oh. they're just they're just good fun to drive. And have you got a uh, have you got a GT HO Phase Three? Not a three, no. They've they've boomed a little bit. Even even I'm struggling to find coins to to, to get the prices of those these days. Yeah, they've gone. They've just gone through the roof, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they dropped to two two or three a couple of years back, maybe four, and now they're back up to to three quarters of a million to a million. So it's wow. just like a housing market made. Um, I think people have a lot of access to borrow cash, and it's splashing around. Hey, you need to contact a young bloke by the name of Jack Perkins, son of Larry. He does a magnificent job. Uh, uh, re-detailing and fixing up old race cars. He does some beauties. When you typically arrive at, at a basketball team that you play for uh, in the car park, what are the boys rolling in at? I presume they're not coming in just with your standard cars, bum, these bum, guys. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> oh, it's generally your Bentleys and your, your Mercs, um, generally the high-end the high end sports cars. Bentley's been 
very, very popular the last couple of years. Um, there's some Porsches floating around, so it's all the high-end Euro stuff mainly. Gee, those Bentleys are nice, though, aren't they? Two-door powder blue metallic Bentley. Who wouldn't want one of those? <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. I drive, I drive an F-150 Raptor. Um, oh, do you? <laughs> I'd rather spend the money on, a, on an older muscle car. So I'm not sure where my sort of crewman ute fits into this discussion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, Mate, kind of weird. I'm kind of weird like that. Just before we let you go, when your career ends up with a couple more championship rings in a couple of years down the track, any idea what you're going to do, what you'd like to do? I know you've got, a, you've got varied interests. Um, I'm not sure right now. Uh, probably something to do with basketball. Um, in what capacity and where, I don't know. But um, I haven't really given it a whole lot of thought as to where, where I'll be based. But I have some, some projects and some things going on. Um, like I manage myself myself now and uh, all my finances and all my day-to-day stuff I do myself. Uh, I don't have anybody doing it for me. So just figuring out that next transition of life so I don't, so I don't retire and then everyone that was doing everything for me kind of disappears and then you, you're just stuck in the lurch. So... Doing that takes up enough time, but look, mate, I honestly just want to have the time to be able to pick my son up from school and have to have a few more kids and, and do the do the smaller things and have that flexibility just to, to do what you want, I guess. Fantastic, and good luck getting the uh, car seats in that Raptor. That'll be a, a nice setup. Hey, we appreciate your time, mate. I hope it all goes well for you in the next couple of months as to where you end up, and hopefully your career continues to flow along nicely. Thanks for having a chat with us, Andrew. No worries. Thanks for having me. Thanks a lot. Andrew Bogart, lovely fella. Would you get car seats in a Raptor? Uh, yeah, you possibly could. They might be a bit tight in the back there, but uh, it's all about... <laughs> There'd be room in the Bentley. 